Come gather, ye friends, round your flickering campfires and listen to tales of daring, horror, and high adventure from the worn pages of history. Set aside your scientific calculators and that, wow, that tombstone-sized block of chocolate that you've been stress-eating, and hearken ye well to the voices of your storytellers. I cannot and will not stop stress-eating. I have filled my 40k quilt cover with brown M&Ms and I will be working my way through them until we get a result or I have a heart attack. Have they finished counting yet? Not yet! Then it's another bucket of Skittles for me then. How many buckets of Skittles has he had? Put it this way, he's turned yellow and green and red. I thought he'd uh, just had a haircut. Oh, I'm really starting to feel the rainbow now. Well, I've taken up origami, and I must say making paper cranes has really got me through all the counting and recounting stress. Would you like to see? That's right, friends. Counting the dizzying quantity of emails from Hollywood producers who want to do a Silly History Boys movie has driven us all insane. Shut up and refresh the emails. They could be trying to contact us right now. Okay, right, yeah, let's, ha let's have a look. Ooh. Who is it? Paramount? Sony? Netflix? Prime? HBO? <laughs> BBC? CFAX? Well, gentlemen, combining this with the emails that we've already received from Hollywood last Friday, and... drumroll, please. Oh, my God. Play it cool. Play it cool, Bilbo. Play it cool. Oh, look. I haven't even done my hair. I, I don't look like a celebrity. I need to go look like a celebrity. This is amazing. I can't believe it. Oh, my it. God. It's really happening. Fame at last. Fame. Oh, I'm going to buy some trousers. The total emails that we have received from Hollywood about our Silly History Boys movie are... None. What? 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 I gave myself diabetes for this. You have failed us for the last time. So, do we A, drown him in a bucket of Skittles? B, smother him with a Warhammer duvet cover soiled with chocolate? Yes, chocolate, that's what it is. Or C, choke him with 130 million paper cranes? Or all three at once? All, All three! three. Come, Come here, here, you! No! Oh, I'm gonna cover no, you in dear Uncle Bob up soft oh, boy's yeah. face! No! No! How can we garner Hollywood interest in our trilogy if the trilogy isn't finished? He's right. We can't have a trilogy of successful blockbusters with only one part. Yeah. No, yeah, well, I suppose you're right. I mean, we all dream about murdering Bob Bomb, but you know. Murdering Bob Bomb would be fun, though. He's like. One of the most consistent writers. Then it's time once again for... The Silly History Boys Show! But first, who are we and what will we do with our Hollywood millions? I am a humble down-to-earth Uncle Bilbo. I'd buy a small house in the country with a bit of land where I could indulge my hobbies of painting, sculpture and hunting men for sport. You know... Nothing flash. I am the regicidal landscape gardener and amateur lobotomist known enigmatically as the Pear Bear. What are you spending your millions on? <laughs> Warhammer. I am Tombo, and I use the cash to prop up my career as a professional gambler. The uh, croupier? Ga gambler. Cr cr anyway, everything on red. The game is blackjack, sir. Fine. Everything on blackjack, then. House. And I am still your dear Uncle Bob-Bob. 
and I would spend it all on getting my band, Wattle and Dub, to number one. We're a medieval hip-hop and dubstep sensation, currently unplaced on the iTunes chart. But before we begin our lives of meaningless, tawdry excess, we must bring you... The next instalment in the tale of a great night. <laughs> yeah, like the ones the three of us used to have at university. Ah, yes. Me, Bear Bear and Tombo were kings of our campus. We'd put on our white suits, get fresh perms and head to flares. There we would strut our funky stuff till dawn. Crowds would gather to witness us do the bump, the hustle and the bus stop. Sounds amazing, though I wasn't born, of course. Curse you, Uncle Bob Bob. Damn you and your youth. Oh, we invented disco. Yeah, we, we uh, basically we invented disco. We invented disco. We like disco. We invented disco. I invented disco. America is the greatest disco in the world. That's where it was made. Oh, yes, the Americans. That's because this is the full throttle Hollywood version of the tale of England's greatest knight, William Marshall. We now rejoin him in the midst of deadly danger. How wonderful it is to be home again. The warm sunshine, the sea breeze, the soft white coral sand beneath my toes. I never thought I'd be so pleased to see Wiltshire again. Morning, William. Morning. Off to your father's house? That's right. Off home to see my relatives after six years in Normandy. Oh, do you have a lovely time and say hello for us? I shall. I shall. Have a wonderful day, kindly face, talking tree, and, ooh, you, talking squirrel. Morning, William. Morning, William. Morning, William. Morning, rabbits. I'm home. It's all exactly as I remember. The blue sky, the white sand, the bamboo and driftwood castle with the tiki bar. Ah, William. Welcome back, my son. Mojito. Father, you remembered my name. How could I forget my darling second son? Now, I must go back to turning the spit on the suckling pig. Your mother's got me playing cook. <laughs> Don't listen to him, William, darling. He won't let anyone else near it. Mother? How was Normandy, William? Not too bad. I, I, I got knighted. Fought in a few tournaments, won a war. But now the war's finished, I came home to find a job. Oh, don't worry. Here comes your Uncle Patrick. Patrick! Have you a place for William in your nights? Of course. In fact, I have a special mission to escort the Queen of England through enemy country. And you can join us, William. After I've won the limbo contest, that is. Perhaps I can help you with that, huh? How so? Gosh, I wasn't ready to head off. Oh, wait. This has happened before, but it didn't happen like this. There wasn't a beach or a barbecue or talking animals. 
And when I came back to England after Normandy, you... you died, Mother. Torch, anyone. And you were dead as well, Father. Also, you don't cook. You drink. And pick the limbs off servants. This isn't real, is it? Oh, oh this can't be real. It's not! You're not home at all! You're dying of blood poisoning in my dungeon! <laughs> Hello, listener. My, what a psychedelic opening. Tis I, your old chum, Sir William Marshall. Sorry about the smell. Morning, Marshal. Morning, guard. Don't mind me. Oh, of course not. Do your thing. For some weeks I have been rotting in the dungeon of Guy de Lusignan. The lance wound in my leg is getting worse and worse. And this dungeon is very close to the toilets. Oh, come on, man. Use the spray. Sorry, Marshal. Cool. Hey, your leg looks a bit, um... Septic? Yes. Hang on. Wash your hands. I've got rights, man. You best not be torturing people with those filthy hands. Well, well, well. Little William Marshall. You look exactly like a man who spent three months in a toilet. Hello, guy. Has it really been three months? Time flies when you're trying to work out what your accent is. Sometimes it's French. Sometimes it's Spanish. It's got a dash of Arnie in there, too. Though I believe he prefers to be called Arnold. You're in a good mood for a man whose leg is rotting off, huh? I could be in worse health, guy. Don't forget, I've heard you on the toilet. You need to eat more fiber. Shut up! Straining away for hours. That's enough! You have a visitor, Marshal. And as much as I would like to flush you headfirst on the Porcelain Express... I like money a lot more. Some fool has agreed to pay your ransom, so you're free to die of gangrene on someone else's toilet floor, huh? I'll miss your little visits, guy. Too bad for you they're not regular visits. Maybe try prune juice, a warrior's drink. I'll be seeing you, Marshal. Not if I smell you first, guy. If you two could hurry along... The combined smell of testosterone and toilets is not something I wish to smell for any length of time. Servants, help Sir William out and try to make sure his leg doesn't fall off. You paid my ransom, my lady. Did... did Mumsnet send you? I am Queen Eleanor of England and Aquitaine. I am not on Mumsnet. And so William was given a horse. Which I named Madam Glibdiclop. And rode with Queen Eleanor to freedom. Thank you, my lady. I shall repay you the ransom money. Oh, don't be tedious, Marshal. I'm fabulously wealthy. It was either pay your ransom or buy more shoes, and in the end, I did both. I shall prove my worth, my queen. Indeed, you might be even more of a service to me than shoes. What service is that, my lady? It is my son, Henry the Younger. 
His character has been oversimplified by a hack writer and he's being poorly advised by some rather sinister people who claim to be his friends. I saw you fight and risk your life when most others would have run away. You're a dangerous man, William. I want you to keep my son alive and teach him to fight so he can take care of himself. Madam, he shall have montages, melees and Marshall Brand medieval metal merch. Oh, I love it when a plan comes together. And so, with his ransom paid and his freedom secure, William Marshall found himself in the employ of the Plantagenets. Almost certainly the most powerful family in Europe. They made the Kardashians seem like the Osmonds. The head of that family was Henry II. Henry II? Did we miss the first one? Oh yes, for our American audiences, Henry II was the second king of England to be called Henry. Oh, what's a king? Oh, just drink your corn syrup. All right. Hello, silly history fans. It is I, King Henry II. Oh, you may remember me as Empress Matilda's son from part one. Oh, I'm basically the Liza Minnelli of English royalty in that I'm brilliant. Oh, but... Lord, I brought peace to the country after the anarchy. Ouch! I built tons of castles and founded English common law. Ouch! And whilst more famous kings turned the country upside down because I couldn't make a male child. Ouch! I had four. Yes. There was my first son, Henry. And then Richard, and then Jeff, and then John. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Daddy. What that? Hello, sons. Ouch! Yeah, I'm currently being whipped through the streets of Canterbury by an angry mob because you see, I had a bit of a temper. Justice for Thomas Beckett. Don't bash our bishops. I love Thomas Beckett, and I've got all his CDs. My favourite one is, oh, my brain's been mushed into the altar. You see, dear listener, in my efforts to secure the authority of the crown over the church, I got a pal of mine, Thomas Beckett, to work as Archbishop of Canterbury. Unfortunately, making Tom Archbishop uh, made him unexpectedly rather religious, you see. And then he wouldn't do as I said, which was rather annoying. And so, in a fit of rage, I reportedly, I reportedly shouted, Who will rid of me of this turbulent priest? You see, and three dragon knights overheard me, and then they went to Canterbury and hacked poor Tom Beckett to death. In a church! Unfortunately, that accidental murder is the thing that I most remembered for. Right. That's the penance done with. Someone clean me wounds and bring me me tea. Roast goose, sir. Thank you. Medieval antibiotic, sir. Throw it on there. No! <sighs> Will someone rid me of this turp? Who do I? I'd better stop saying that, actually. Now, I also married a nice lady called Eleanor, who happens to be the Duchess of one of the richest places in Europe. It's called Equity. 
Mm. Basically, it's the southwest of France. Mm. Why? Exactly. Mm. Also, nice goose, this. Now, Eleanor's drip of an ex-husband is King Louis. He's king of a tiny country called France. Because... Actually, more, more gravy, please. Your gravy, sire. Mmm. Gravy. Thanks. I actually rule most of modern France as well as England. But that skunk King Louis is always trying to get land back off me. Though, though to be fair, I do do the same to him. I, 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 I'm just better at it. <laughs> In order to keep my massive empire together, I will give each of my sons a part to rule, hmm, to keep them happy. And here's the cleverest part. I'm about to crown my oldest son, Henry the Younger, as king as well. Yes, even though I'm still alive. <laughs> Two kings at the same time. <laughs> Clever, eh? Is it? Yes, it is. That way... There'll be no horrible argument among my sons when I die. Thank you. Mm. Uh, excellent goose. So we all know who will rid us of these turbulent geese. <laughs> no, shut up! Sorry. Hello, husband. How was your whipping? All right, yes. Uh, for a whipping? It won't happen to me for many years, but I thought it was a nice introduction to my character. <laughs> How was your journey? Oh, not bad. Long queues at the ferry terminal, duty-free was rubbish, armed men tried to kill me. Really? Duty-free was that bad? Oh, also, I found someone to show Henry the Younger the right end of a sword. Ah, oh, good. Our eldest son is quite stupid. I is not stupid! Are you sure about this making Henry the Younger king at the same time as you? He eats crayons, you know. Only the red ones. And he locked himself inside the dishwasher and turned it on. Come on, I was only a child. It was last week. It was only a rinse cycle. No, uh, you see, wife, and this is the clever bit. If I make Henry the Younger king now, why then uh, there'll be no horrible argument about who will be king when I die. No arguments? Our sons argue about who can we the highest. John, Richard, Jeff, wing contest, go! Well, you just watch this. I'll have an eagle eye My out. My wee goes slightly Ooh. higher than yours because oh. I am the oldest the, and slightly the higher <laughs> The trick is than the you. <laughs> Sword fight. <laughs> ah, don't drop the stream. Oh, no. My wee is so waxy it doesn't go high enough. I really must cut down on those crayons. Um, yes. But nevertheless, I intend to go through with my very clever plan. <laughs> to be fair to me, wife, most of my plans are very, very clever. But wouldn't it be a shame if your most important scheme ever was the one that went catastrophically wrong? Um, yes, it would. Anyway, who's this sword-teaching and fighting guy for Henry the Younger? Hmm? I don't need fighting lessons. I am a Jedi. I mean, for the purposes of the story, I can understand why they've written you this way, but... Oh gosh, you can't really have been this silly. 
Greetings, sire. Sir William Marshall at your service. Oh, young Billy Marshall. <laughs> yes. Never heard of you, Bill. So this chap's good in a fight, then, is he, wife? He's as quick as diarrhea and twice as dangerous. Ah, and... Ugh. Glad to have you on board, Marshal. Now, young Henry, you will go off with Bill here while I'm off proper kinging. Come along, wife, and surplus sons. We've an empire to rule. Okay, bye. Bye, then. Bye, 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 I'm glad to meet you, young Henry. Uh, King Henry, I mean. No, Henry. No, uh, King Henry too. No, not King Henry. This is confusing already. I'll call you Goose. Glad to meet you, William. I hope we shall become the best of friends, like my cat and my microwave did. I put him in there so that he might one day have X-Men powers, but he just went to sleep. Crayon? Um, no thank you. I'm trying to cut down. Now then, Goose. My teachers were pretty mean to me, but I did get very good at fighting. Are you ready? What for? Your very own training montage. Now draw your sword and get ready to sweat. Hello, William Marshall. Uh, excuse me, sinister person. I didn't hear you come in. My colleague and I are sinister aristocrats by trade, Sir William, and people tend not to hear us entering rooms. Is he all right? Well, he's twelfth generation, so yes and no. What did he say? He said the young king does not have time for sword training. Not while he has clandestine Machiavellian plots to hatch. Does the actual King Henry know about this? He said, do you know what clandestine Machiavellian plot means? Does he know what Oedipal love means? Intimately, yes. This way, your majesty. Yay! Plot time! May I drink some toilet water while we're plotting? No, you stupid idiot. And just like that, William found himself in a rather awkward situation. Sworn to serve two kings at the same time. With one of them involved in a plot to overthrow the other. I spent the next year smiling and nodding and making sure the young king kept up with his training while he wasn't plotting. You see, it was awkward. It was the best job I'd ever had. It just seemed like it was going to get me executed for treason. Hello, I'm King Louis of France. I'm here for the plot. Oh, the plot. Okay, oh, yes. Let me just, uh, ooh. Yeah, this, um, okay. How do we do, where is your, ah, yes, yes. The, uh, uh, yes, the big arrow marked plot this way. Eventually, the plot thickened enough for Henry the Younger to rise up against his father. He joined forces with all the usual suspects, rebel barons, and naturally, the King of France. Hello. Unfortunately for Henry the Younger, all his friends were rather better at plotting than they were at fighting. Merde. And King Henry defeated their rebellion pretty quickly. Merde. And Henry the Younger, and by association William Marshall, were in deep trouble. You, my son, are a very naughty king. Rebelling against your king like that. I'm very sorry, Dad, an older boy told me to do it. 
If one of those older boys told you to put your hands in the fire, would you? Yes, that's how it started. Look at my hands. They're burnt to a crisp by peer pressure. There's nothing for it, Henry. I'm going to have to keep you under house arrest in a lovely mansion. But my brothers all have countries to play with. Forgive me, my king. Yes? yes? No, sorry, I meant Henry. What, what do you, do you want? want? Oh, dear, um, Henry the Elder. I think he means the old dad. Ah, thanks. What is it, Marshal? I just think that running countries sounds like hard work. Try running several countries at once. <laughs> it's a hassle, but English people tend to enjoy it. I thought that myself, and Henry the Younger could go on tour. So you can plot with the French? No, we could join the tournament circuit. It's tremendous fun. You just hit each other with blunt lumps of metal all day and steal stuff off your competitors and then drink heavily all night. No one has the energy for plotting. Can I go, Dad? Please, may I? I know they have brown crayons in France, and brown crayons almost certainly taste like chocolate. No, oh, you little scamp. Who am I to come between a boy and hitting other boys with jagged lumps of metal for sport? <laughs> I give you my blessings. Now off you go to tournament. Yay! Crayola Francais! A fine idea, Marshal. Thank you, my lady. I'm sorry I wasn't able to stop the plot. Don't worry, Marshal. It was my plot, you see. Your plot? I'd make an absolutely banging king, Marshal, but unfortunately I'm not allowed because girls can't be king. You'd make a fine king, dear. Thank you, dear. Not at all, dear. Although, for your rebellion, I shall never really forgive you. <laughs> and now I'm going to lock you in prison forever. Very well, dear. But I'll escape. <laughs> I expect you will, dear. Oh, well, see you next plot. Lock her up. Not if I plot you first. <laughs> Goodbye, Marshal. Look after my boy. Goodbye, my lady, and thank you. And so, let off with literal treason, William and the young king crossed the sea again. Awaiting them were fame, fortune, and superstardom. And massive head injuries. We came to take Tournament Town by storm. With new horses. New armour. And tons of cash. From the allowance that the young king got from his father. Pocket money! In their first month in Tournament Country, Marshall and the young king... Got their backsides handed to them. Uh-oh. <laughs> Again. Oh! And again. And again. It was a tough first season in the tournament top flight. Look, lads, it's Thor, a king of England, bludgeoning him till he gives us his stuff. No, stop! I am king! Please, please stop hitting me! I'll give you a lick of my country! Ah, Marshal, help me! Coming, Your Majesty. Well, well, if it isn't my favourite toilet paper holder. Well, well, Guy de Lusignon. Fancy seeing you in Tournament Town. Do you still take the entire afternoon on the camp? Actually, I tried Brunflakes and, uh, uh... Hey, never mind that! I'm here to fight you! You and me, Marshal! Let's go! Right here, right now! Take them off! I'm ready to go! You won't find it so easy now I'm facing the right way. <laughs> you sure about that? What? Ah! This is my brother! Hello! My helmet! You've turned my helmet the wrong way. It's for the best, Marshal! You really don't want to see this. It's gonna be messy. That evening, the two tournament wannabes sat down for an analysis. 
which they probably ate through straws. Oh, man, am I sore tonight. Oh, I think it hurts to blink. How are you feeling, sire? Well, <laughs> Wow, sire, that's a, uh, for a lot of teeth. Yeah, I'm not sure they're all mine either. You. I think we need a change of tactics. Well, I agree. Getting the snot beaten out of us is not working for me. So tomorrow, we go back. Back to the doctors. No, actually, yes. I, I think I got someone else's thumb lodged in my ear. But when we've done that, we go back to the field. Not to fight, but to watch. And so, like dear Uncle Bob Bob, desperately trying to get off the bottom of our fantasy football league, they watched in hope of finding the perfect tournament tactic. Marshall, I've just realised something. Horses are different colours. Right. Sometime later that year, in a field outside Paris, that will one day become Euro Disney. Really? Yes! Who would have thought that a place of such violence, fear and exploitation used to host medieval tournaments? I know! Our two heroes strutting onto the scene. Hey, Marshall! If I were you, I'd turn your helmet around again, huh? Yeah, your face! It looks like a scabble with a nose! Ha <laughs> ha! one, bro! Thanks, guy. I'm so beat up, I look like your ugly brother. See you on the field, Marshall! We are not fighting today. Close one eye as though winking. That's right. Neither my king or me or the new team of knights we hired last week at a massive expense of fighting today. We're just going to go around and look at the food stalls and maybe go on Space Mountain. Space Mountain! Yes! Shh. Yeah, leave the tournament to real knights. Like me and my brother. Yeah, me. And so the tournament began. And our heroes stood by on their horses and just watched like some Leeds United employees at a training session. And whistled nonchalantly. And pretended that they weren't in full armor. And acting like they weren't bristling with brand new weapons. Until when all the other knights started to look a bit tired. We've changed our minds. We are fighting after all! Shot! The new tactics weren't exactly fair. By modern standards. But they were very effective. Their opponents were tired. Some of them had lost weapons and armour. And a lot of them were just looking the wrong way. But by the standards of the time, there was nothing wrong with these tactics. In fact, people thought they were very clever. This is an outrage! It's against the spirit of the game! I spent three months in your toilet. It's payback time. And at this point, William invented his signature. It's quite simple, and when I say quite simple, I mean it's an incredibly difficult feat of horsemanship. And if he gets it wrong... You get a sword in the fight! But I won't. Go, Madame Clinticlock, go! Marshall closes with his heart. Swords flash. But I'm quick. And I don't mind getting hit. It was said that William Marshall could shrug off hits that would make a billy goat puke. With my free hand, I grabbed the reins of my opponent's horse. Hey, I was riding that! And we go for a ride. Yeah! Get off me! Mind that tree! Sorry? Ah! Mind that head! Stop and beg you! Before you ride me into that wasp nest on the mousetrap stall! Ah! Uh, oh, this is the worst pain ever. 
I landed on my keys. Marshall, Marshall, look, look at all the stuff that was taken from people. And loads of ransoms too. Ransom. Money. Lovely, lovely money. And so the Young Kings tournament team transformed from a drossy League One punch bag like, I don't know, Burton Albion, to a European powerhouse like, I don't know, Liverpool. Villa! Shush. As the months went by, Henry Marshall FC won tournament after tournament. They made the most money anyway. <laughs> and isn't that what sport is really about? And at the heart of the team was their player manager. Well, the lads played well. Some really great bludgeoning and riding over people. Not only was William their best fighter. Oh, stop. He did all their tactics too. Right, lads, the play is a standard up and over. How's that work? You ride up to them and you hit them over the head till they give up and give you all their money. Righto, gaffer. We even had our own song. It means God our help. Hey, don't make chants like that. Yeah, I even had my own version. It means God for the Marshal. And why not? By this point, Marshal and young Henry were pretty much the George Best and Maradona of the oh tournament scene. It's Henry the Younger and William Marshall. Swoon. Oh my God, it's Henry the Younger. It was all going so well. Until it wasn't. <clears throat> Hello there, I'm looking for a blacksmith. Oh this? Oh this is the cake tent. Sorry, my mistake. You'll see better if you take your helmet off. <laughs> well, my, my helmet got a, a bit bent out of shape from people hitting it, and uh, I can't get it off. I see. Well, if you'll assume the position. Oh, very well. No, put your head on Anvil. Right. Let's take a look, shall we? Nurse, hammer, please. Ow! William Marshall, I bring news. Quiet in my operating theatre. Sorry. Hmm. Nurse, even bigger hammer, please. Ow! Yes. Yes, I quite agree. All of this tournament business is distracting the young king from plotting. Yes, yes, as long as Marshall is around, they'll keep winning tournaments, and the young king will never lose interest in winning tournaments and money and things when he should be plotting. Yes, yeah. If Marshall were to go away, then we could get the young king back to the business of plotting to be the actual king of England instead of its father, and we would profit by that with profit. <laughs> yes, yes, what a devilishly good idea. <laughs> There. I declare the operation a success. Thank you, Smith. Now, Harold, what is your news? Congratulations. You have been named Man of the Tournament. H to the U to the Ra. Also, Henry the Younger says you're fired. What? For smooching with the Queen. Uh, smooching the Queen? 
I didn't. Goose, you can't believe I would do such an awful thing. I don't believe it. If I did, I'd have you killed. Um, thanks? But for too long, you have thought that you are the coolest player for young Henry FC. A butt where Henry Marshall FC. Not anymore. My lord is right, Marshall. What did he say? He said that you, William, had best mate like a tree and go away and never come back. Very well. Farewell, Goose. I shall... I shall miss you. And the money. But mostly you. Well done, your majesty. And the swallow shall the swallow ball. And the swallow be done, like it's been done before, but never like this again. I couldn't have put it better myself. Now, about that plot, your majesty. Was that true? Oh yes, yes, that's all true. I mean, we may have speeded the timings up a bit, but it is true. I'll shut up and eat my popcorn. So I was out on my own again, thrown out of the service of my best friend. I had plenty of money for the first time ever, but what's fabulous wealth without friends? Sounds all right to me. I joined other tournament teams, but just wasn't the same without my wingman. Did he really call the king Goose? No, we made that bit up. We're doing a Top Gun. This is a silly movie. Oh, shut up and eat your popcorn. But the bit about my head on the anvil, that is true. Sir William! Yes? Wait, I know you. You're Sir Quinton Exposition. Sir William, I bring a terrible exposition. What is it? Without you to talk him out of it, Henry the Younger has invaded his brother Richard's lands. He seeks to challenge his father for the throne again. That is terrible exposition. Sorry, the actual history doesn't have a very fluid narrative. No, I, I mean that bad news. Richard will wipe the floor with him. I've got to stop him. Follow me! That's right, listener. Henry the Younger rose up in rebellion once again. This time, though, he was fighting against his brother, Richard. A chap who would one day be known as Richard the Lionheart. Which is basically medieval, for he was hard. Unsurprisingly, Henry the Younger's rebels got absolutely battered. And by the time William caught up with his friend... It was far too late. Ah, William... My old friend, I'm afraid I'm... I'm dying. Don't worry, Goose. It can't be worse than those knocks we took in the tournament. I'm afraid it is. Where are you hurt? Dysentery! I'm so sorry, William. I shouldn't have sent you away. I was... jealous. Hang on, who wrote this? Are we really going to have the emotional crescendo of this episode ruined by infantile fart jokes? This was a real man. He was flawed, sure, he was foolish, yeah, but he was my friend. And I will not have his death trivialised by poo jokes. Sorry, I, I wrote it. And I'm very disappointed in you. Now, do a nice death scene. I never took the Kobayashi Maru test. Tell me, William, what do you think of my solution? Stay with me, Goose. You must let me go, William. And you must wish my brother's well from me. And send my love to my father. And tell him to forgive my mother. Historians may say that I lived a pointless life, and perhaps I did. 
but the best part I'll ever with you, old friend. Fighting, drinking, and being super medieval famous. Don't grieve, William. It was logical. I am, and always shall be, your friend. Live long and prosper, William Marshall. Goose, no. Out of all the royals, he was the least inbred. Was that bit true? Yes. That's so sad. Would you like some popcorn, young man? Yes. And so I buried my first king. Over his long career, he would see four more kings come and go. But Henry the Younger was different. Like we said last week, William Marshall served five kings, but only one of them was his friend. What will become of the heartbroken knight? You'll have to tune in next time for yet another emotional episode of The Silly History Boys Show! And for all the emotional turmoil that we put you through, we are, as always, sorry! Marshall 2, the morning after the night before, or episode 18 of the Silly History Boys show, was written and produced by the Silly History Boys. Our hero, William Marshall, was tinned and distributed by Will Uncle Bilbo Christian. The roles of the frankly awful Guy de Lusignan and his nasty brother as well as John Marshall, Harold's teenage girls, men of long but questionable breeding, old women, servants and some Americans are the legal responsibility of Stu the Pear Bear Perry. He, he had lots to do this week. Henry II, poor decapitated Uncle Patrick, a very surly blacksmith and some very convincing Americans, as well as some clear and present narration and some more teenage girls, were fired into the theatrical ether by Tom Tombo Fillmore. Queen Eleanor of Aquitaine and Mrs. William Marshall were Miranda Richardson this week by Beth, Beth Star Fillmore. Thank you very much, Beth. Crayon Eater, Henry the Younger, Narrating Man, A Shifty Oval, Various Old Women, Guards and Americans were last into your brains by me, your dear We thank you for joining us on this week's silly adventure, and when you've picked the lance splinters out of your eardrums, why not give the show a review on your chosen podcast platform? And, hey, maybe even open your window and just shout out of it in order to tell people in your street to listen to the show. We also remember to thank those who provided their voices of extreme displeasure for the credits. Myself and Pear Bear will be holding a press conference to the address that these people have supplied us with, the Hilton Industrial Park next to the Trout Fishery and Hydroponic Cucumber Plantation. This is not a mistake, unlike some people, it's a piece of land that Uncle Bilbo lets where he hunts men for sport. So, see you there and we'll address all your displeasure. Uncle Bilbo says bring a high-vis and running shoes. Right! See you next time. Thank you, bye! Ultramarines! 
Ultra... No, I, can't, I can't even say it. Bob Bob has written a script where I now say Ultramarines as the gag for that. that's how I've decorated the room. But I wouldn't decorate a room based on the Smurfs, would I? The Ultramarines, the vanilla poster boys of Games Workshop, have a little bit more credit to me, Bob Bob. Ultramarines, I have my own chapter, the Emperor's Tears. The Emperor's Tears, they are purple and yellow, Bob Bob. Purple and yellow. Ultramarines. Ooh, ooh, Bob Bob.